Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NFL. Being a part of New Orleans Saints, being a part with Drew Brees, Taysom Hill, Sean Payton, Coach Joe Lombardi, Coach Pete Carmichael Jr. When you think about that room, it's like a Harvard education in quarterback school. Jameis Winston talking about playing with the Saints, saying all the right things, PK. Certainly did, didn't he? Yep. But that's part of it, part of being a team, say the right things. Plus, it's a one-year contract. This is all in addition for the rest of the NFL. Getting a new deal in a year the way uh, Bridgewater did. Who knows what team will need a starting quarterback. And honestly, by midseason, maybe the uh, last year it was the Saints who had the injury and Bridgewater came in and won five games for him. and went 5-0. and But who's to say that there won't be a team that has injuries midseason and want to trade for a quarterback? And the Saints will be able to get a draft pick, so... Hey, the whole league is watching. He threw for 5,000 yards last year. They know it. So we'll see how this plays out for him. He's got the one-year deal to serve as a a backup along with Taysom Hill. I wonder if Taysom really does have a chance to start if there's a five-game injury because with a one-year contract, they really are auditioning for the league. I guess if the Saints are off to a good start, you want to – you got to do whatever you can to get to the playoffs and the Super Bowl and all that. So play the best guy. But if they feel like it's about the same, they're going to play the guy who will add value down the line. So, interesting to see this uh, politics and everything. How will they play out in New Orleans? Well, yeah, I think everybody in the NFL is on a one-year contract, though, because these contracts aren't guaranteed, so everyone's playing for everybody at all times. Yeah, even this contract that Taysom signed, two years guaranteed, $16 million, but... Gosh, you get deep in the season, then it feels like a one-year deal already. So, everybody is on edge in the NFL. Hey, after Tom Brady made headlines last week for entering the wrong house while making a surprise visit to Tampa Bay offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich, multiple teams inquired as if the Brady and or the Bucks had violated the NFL's dead period prior to the virtual off-season program. The league announced they found no such violations after investigating the claims. So... When the whole league used to get mad at the Patriots for getting away with stuff, was it the Patriots or was it Brady? Maybe it's Brady. He can do no wrong. It does seem like he was trying to visit a coach when coaches and players weren't supposed to be in contact. I don't know. What they investigated that made him come up innocent sounded awfully guilty. What do I know? I'm sitting here in the middle of the desert. I'm not in Tampa, but sounded guilty. Yeah, I don't care about that. I care about what happens out on the field. That that stuff off the field, that's for lawyers and, and police and whomever, detectives and NFL security. That's not anything I'm interested in. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Well, USC has decided that they are not going to have summer school, so they aren't going to have any students on campus into August. And that gets pretty tricky, PK, if you're somehow going to have the football team working out for four to six to eight weeks, whatever they decide. 
And you're going to kick the season off on time. This really does seem to jam up the start of the college football season, assuming other schools follow USC's lead. Well, I know that with uh, the crosstown rival there, the Bruins, they're on a quarter system, so they don't have anybody on campus until the uh, third week of September. And they've never had a season delayed, so I'm not sure one has to follow the other. NCAA has called a press conference for this morning to share an update on their name, image, and likeness working group proposals that were reportedly presented to the NCAA's Board of Governors. Among the proposals will be allowing student-athletes to hire an agent to help procure marketing opportunities, so long as that agent does not seek professional sports opportunities for the client during his or her college career. That part could just be understood. Seems like this is past due, past, time, uh, past the time that this should have happened finally getting there oh, i would agree with that yeah pay him give him as much money as you possibly get I'm and now for it and now they can because now if you're any of the schools who got in trouble a lot of that was around shoe apparel stuff so you just line up a contract oh this guy's worth this much to nike or adidas or under armor or whoever and you can slide them all the money and now stuff that was suddenly illegal is legal and there's nothing fishy it may not be well publicized but whatever booster can pay anybody to do whatever and it seems like now there's a work around any rule and so there's if they announce this then what any player is getting it seems like can be explained away and legitimized in a heartbeat <laughs> fine go ahead i'm all for it navy coach ken nui matalolo has been quarantined in hawaii during the covid19 pandemic he owns a house in hawaii arrived in the islands in march during spring break and decided to remain there for the past two months while waiting out the stay-at-home orders. Well, since everything's being done by Zoom, does it matter where he is anyway? No. Yeah. Might as well be in Hawaii. All right. TCU head coach Gary Patterson, working with a recording artist on a music album during the COVID-19 pandemic. He refused to divulge many details of the forthcoming album or who he's working with, but he said he's been busy writing music since he was young and never took the time to record his music due to his busy schedule. I hear this news and all I can think of is him on the BCS selection show. I think they were playing Boise State in a Fiesta Bowl. And they just had the frog in his heart because he just screamed himself hoarse. And now he's going to be singing? Does it every game. Okay. Did he say Did he say he was going to be singing, or did he say he was going to be recording music? He's working with a recording artist. He may not sing. Maybe he'll just be sitting back there on the drums. There's part of me that oh, wants Gary Patterson to sing, though. Come on, Gary. Well, bump I, it out. I think the obvious question is, what should Kyle and Kalani and Gary be doing? <laughs> I like it. Because I always thought Kyle, I thought he should just work with your Channel 2 Noon guy who does the cooking stuff. I think it'd be a great compliment <laughs> one to another. Yeah. Okay, let's suggest that to him next time he's on. Yak, remember that. We'll forget. Will you forget? I mean, you got to do something. Yeah. No, no. No, I've thought, about, I've thought this for years. I thought the two of them, like Ron and Mary. Uh-huh. What's the cooking guy's name? Bob and Kyle? I don't know his name. <laughs> Chef Bob. Jeff Bob? Yeah. Oh, man. All right. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. 
It's different for us because, you know, we were down to 17 games, but we were out of the playoffs and it feels like the end of the season for our team. It just does. And we don't know anything officially. There's still a chance the league could ask us to come back and play some games. But given what we went through this season with all the injuries and the tough record, it's been more of the case of we're staying in touch with guys, but everybody is just sort of assuming that, you know, this is this is kind of it. We're not going to be involved much anymore. That's Steve Kerr, Warriors head coach, and that uh, that makes sense to me. If the if the NBA is going to be able to pull off a July and August playoff in Las Vegas, I get that they would want some regular season games before they started the playoffs, six or eight or ten of them. I can't imagine they're going to have time to play out the whole 82-game season. So just a handful of games. Basically call them regular season games, but essentially they'd be preseason games. But it makes sense to me that they wouldn't be taking more than 16 20 teams tops, maybe just the 16 playoff teams to Vegas. Because the more people you take down there, the more complicated it gets, and the more that uh, you risk taking someone down there who's positive, who spreads it to somebody else, or picks it up and gives it to somebody else. So I wouldn't be surprised if they left off the 10 to 12 to 14 teams at the bottom of the standings. I think he's probably right. I think their season probably is done. Well, it depends on how they're going to have to play it. Uh, this preseason would be pre-playoff is what you're saying, I guess. Yeah, right. Uh, so uh, do they get an advantage for the following season? Because that's what's something I don't want to see happen, where they get an advantage because they suck this year, and this year doesn't really count because it's a screwy year, but it sets them up for down the road. Yeah, I'm not sure that's the way to go either. Yeah, and I would get that if it did set them up, but I don't know if not playing from March until whenever the next season starts, November, December, uh, would be that big an advantage. Maybe it would be. Maybe some other team okay. can figure out how that so would be. So then those players, as long as none of the Warriors receive any money from it, they don't get paid. Uh, yeah, I don't know how they're going to work out checks the rest of the season. I mean, the fact is that the league does get the bulk of its TV money for its playoff games, and a lot of players who don't play in it do get a share of that money. So, I don't know. I think I'm going back to what you said during the NFL. When you get that deep into it, I'll just let the lawyers and the accountants work it out, and whatever they come up with is great. Five-star point guard. Deshaun Nix decommitted from UCLA. Instead, he plans to sign a contract with the NBA's G League Pathway Program as he prepares for the NBA draft in 2021. He joins top prospects Jalen Green and Isaiah Todd and opting to sign with the G League rather than go to college. So a lot of guys are going to want to sample this. We'll see if it works out in the long run. In the long run, maybe they'll lower the draft age to 18. So for some of these elite guys, they'd just be going straight to a team. So... Well, I like how the G League just sets it up because this is the first kid who's actually signed a letter of intent. The other two hadn't, so they had made no commitment. So, sure, yeah, I'll go to the prom with you unless I can find a better date who's somebody who's a little a little cuter than you. And then, well, sorry, I'm going to go. So that's a good, great message to be sending to young people. Hey, you sign this letter of intent, but something else comes along that's better? Screw uh, Mick Cronin, you know, he... He now suffers because he could have been recruiting somebody else. Now he doesn't have you, and he doesn't have the somebody else. But you get what you want, and you go against what you said you would do. That's a great, great message for a professional league to send the young guys. I like it a lot. It sucks for the uh, the college coach who who's caught in that bind, but I think college baseball coaches have been complaining about this forever with the draft. They draft 
they re- they recruit guys and they get them signed, but then the guy gets drafted and he hits the road. And you can kind of figure out with the top guys that they're going to be gone all along, but there are some other guys who are kind of on the bubble and college baseball coaches get jammed up and now college football coaches are going to be caught holding the bag because what you said could have come That's right out of the mouth of a college baseball coach. Well, yeah, but they the thing about that is they haven't they know full well going in that that's the rule they so there's no surprise as this is the first time now this is a surprise yeah yeah and so cronin's trying to build a program over there in westwood and so he spends all his time and energy into that and obviously one basketball kid can make a significant difference as opposed to one baseball kid where you need 30 guys on a team to fulfill your roster to play all your games that you play i get your point though there is some some similarities there very much so and maybe that's just the way that it's going to be and as i said yesterday i I just don't understand why college basketball sets up its own rules to benefit the professional league it just makes no sense and we saw that uh your guy timmy allen for utah i haven't seen he didn't send me the rundown so i haven't seen the list so i don't know if that's on the list next but uh you know he put his name in uh, I saw it in both newspapers uh, yesterday, along with Gotch, and I guess Thurl's kid even put his name in there. It's according to Sorensen wrote it, I think, in the D News. And but they have to take their name out by June 3rd. Why? What? That's a that's not an NBA rule, right? That, that's a college rule. That that rule makes no sense. That just. If they well, draft you and you want to go, go. If they don't, then you come back. Well, I think what they're trying to overcome, although I don't think it completely overcomes it, but maybe it does partially, is what you said about having certainty about who's on the roster and who's not. you got to tell us if you're going or not, because if you're going, then at least they can use, they can try and use the transfer market over the summer to get somebody to replace you. And I don't think that... You really can get guys. If Let's assume that Timmy Allen and, and Booth Gotch both decide, I'm turning pro, I'm out, I'm gone, blow a kiss, hit the road. In theory, you could go into the transfer portal and find replacements. But I, I'm just not convinced that most coaches can pull that off, that there are guys that good who want to come to your school. What are the odds? Once in a while, maybe a coach does hit on something like that. But I think most of the times, uh, the, coach and the coach staff's left holding the bag anyway. Yeah, well, then Johnny gets a scholarship cut. So it goes back to the coach. Sure, I'll give you a scholarship, just like I just said with the high school player. Yeah, uh, but I found somebody better than you, so you're out the door. <laughs> so, I mean, that that's essentially, as, as I understand it, I'm not guaranteed on this. But I think that that's how Barcelo at BYU got eligible, because Arizona wasn't going to give him a scholarship anymore. So the NCAA allowed him to be eligible immediately and not have to sit out because he didn't have a scholarship. So basically they took the scholarship away. So either way, it's going to be dirty and slimy because they're going to figure out ways to whatever's in my best benefit is what I'm going to do. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. There's a report in USA Today that Major League Baseball officials have become cautiously optimistic that this week the season will start in late June, no later than July 2nd, playing at least 100 regular season games, according to three executives with knowledge of the talks. So not two sources, three. 
And on top of that, Major League Baseball is considering a three-division, ten-team plan in which teams play only within their division. That's a concept gaining support among owners and executives. It would abolish the traditional American and National Leagues and realign the divisions based on geography. Teams would play games in their home stadiums. So that would be uh, not what I expected. And, of course, that means that uh, you're largely going to be playing games in your own time zone. What you're really going to eliminate is when the West Coast teams, you know, the the Dodgers, the Giants, whoever, go back east, they won't have 435 games. And when the East Coast teams come out, and you lived in Jersey, you know all about this, if the Yankees or the Mets or the Red Sox or whoever on the road, they wouldn't have 1035 games when a lot of people have gone to bed and can't stay up until 1 in the morning to watch them play baseball. So the games would be in prime time, and presumably then their local TV packages would all be worth a lot more money. Yeah, I follow your point there. I think that it's important in this situation to be as creative as you possibly can to whatever is set up for the best possible situation under these funky, uh, I don't know, rules, but situations in which we live in. So I think that as I read that yesterday, it seems to me that, which should be the case, at these pro leagues and MLB uh, being right there, and we've got the other ones uh, doing their thing too, that they're doing everything possible to figure out a way to play in whatever uh, form that might be. And to me, that's great news as a sports fan. So this way I know that if it doesn't happen and fill in the blank sport, whatever sport that might be, if it doesn't get played, it's because it absolutely couldn't get played. And they have done everything in their power. Because these guys here, you know, I, I question, doctor, or fill in the blank, you know, what's the political motive here? You know, we have an election coming up, and so I don't trust, and it's, it's sad to say, having been in the media, but I don't trust the media now. Because in my day, when I was growing up, CNN was something that I could trust. Now, it's obviously biased, and there's bias on both sides, so I'm not picking sides, I'm just saying that it's bias so but the thing about the sports is there's money involved and i'm pretty sure it doesn't matter what your political persuasion is you want money and and so here you probably have folks from both sides so my point is i don't think there's a political agenda because money's at stake and so these sports are trying to get back in whatever shape or form that they possibly can get back and if they can't it won't be because of political reasons. It'll be because of health reasons, which is sh- the way it should be. So if we don't have them for a good long while and seasons are canceled or what have you, at least I would know it wouldn't be for some political motivation. But I do expect in some form there to be MLB at some point this summer. I could be totally wrong, but maybe that's what I'm just hoping as opposed to expecting. But at least I know they're trying to the best of their ability. Well, I assume that they're trying because there is a lot of money at stake. There are a lot of jobs at stake. Uh, If they don't play, there'll be more pay cuts. There'll be more layoffs. I think everybody's motivated to try to figure out something that works. I guess several things come out of this that that get me thinking, well, what's the next step? Because we heard the governor of California at a press conference say he doesn't see NFL football in the fall. So you don't see NFL football in the fall, but you see Major League Baseball. Now, maybe... You know, with five baseball teams in California, five major league baseball teams in California, counting the Padres, a quadruple A team, but a bunch. You know, if they run some plan past the the governor as far as how many people are going to be in the in the stadium and how they're going to be spread out, and this is going to work. Uh, the other thing is, 
I've heard the three-division, ten-team plan. That's been floating out there forever. This is a great example of what Bob Costa said. Hey, if you want to try something, try it now. This season isn't going to look like a normal season anyway, so who cares how abnormal it turns out to be? But if you're going to play ten teams, they really do want that the t the games lining up when the most fans can watch them so they want a lot of 7 and 7:30 first pitches well, right now there's only 8 teams in the Pacific and Mountain time zones right there's 5 teams in California and you got Seattle, Colorado and Arizona so those 8 would be this you know the three western three divisions you'd have an east a west and some type of central right so there's been talk forever about baseball yeah. in Portland and Vegas now, maybe if you're just doing a one-year sample, you could probably just put Houston and Texas in, right? Put the Rangers and the Astros in, and you got your 10. But if they're really going to do this long-term, I'd be a little surprised. And maybe they will do it. You know, Maybe the Rangers and Astros just have to bite the bullet and travel two time zones. But it seems like they're trying to eliminate that kind of stuff. So if they're going to do this in the long run, baseball's coming to Portland and Vegas. I mean, we would prefer Portland and Salt Lake or Salt Lake and Vegas, but it seems like there's momentum for Portland and Las Vegas. So two teams moving to me would be a really big deal, and everybody will look at Tampa Bay because their dome's a nightmare. You know, maybe Miami. Are they the other team? I don't know. But you keep your eye on that. Uh, If they're going to do this in the long run, and I think there's a lot of reasons why they want to, tradition is the reason not to do it because it wrecks the American League and the National League. But to your point about making money, PK, that's, those local TV deals could be worth a lot more money. Think what the Dodgers or Yankees could get if they're playing all their games at 7 o'clock instead of playing at 4.30 and 10.30. You know, that, that's a lot of cash on the table right there. Top of the Wire, brought to you by... Excuse me. What is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Brian Howe, Colorado Buffalo's beat writer for the Buff Zone and the Boulder Daily Camera. We'll talk with him at 830. And Christian Capel covers the Washington Huskies for the Athletic. Our spring football tour. Stay with us. That's on the way on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.